Greetings, everyone. Greetings and welcome to another episode of the Titus to Living podcast. I am your host, Joy Ellerby. And as always, I am excited to be with you all again. And I do hope and pray that you are excited to listen to this episode at whatever time you are listening. By all means, share it with your family, friends, loved ones, and your enemies, even so, because the information that we talk about here on the Titus 2 Living Podcast is valuable and it will bless your heart. So without further ado, I want to uh, announce that we're having back my pastor, Overseer Thomas A. Pulliam Sr., the Senior Pastor of Heaven's Harvest Ministries and the BAM Church. And we are back with another amazing conversation about God. Oh, boy. <laughs> no pressure, no pressure. <laughs> But God has a way of of navigating our conversations and discussions, and he has a way of setting us up um, with the right topic and the right points to cover. So I'm excited about this one, um, especially because of of something that you said in the last episode that you were in. And (laughs) and the interesting thing is that, um, well, first, let me ask this. How are you doing today, sir? I am well. I am well. I am well. God has been good to us. And um, he's been keeping us, watching over, protecting us. Um, I'm actually, I'm doing extremely well. His hand is, his hand is upon me. His hand is upon me. Amen. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. We've got a lot going on. A lot going on. (laughs) Now, there there was a video that I watched today, actually. Uh And um, there was a woman on there talking about a a political topic. And her, apparently someone was asking her from the context of um, religion and Christianity and the Bible. Mm -hmm. And her words were, I don't care about that mystical book. I don't care about the Bible. I don't care about Mm -hmm. your religion. So she was going, coming from that perspective. And so, but there was something that you mentioned in uh, the last episode where you were with us, where you were talking about changing the narrative of Christ. And so I wanted to start there asking you, how do you change the narrative of Christ when there is such a heavy opposition to God, to Christ and to the word of God and to church for that matter? Um, You went right for the gusto is normal. Um, Changing the narrative of Christ is a time, it was a time um, consumption measure um, it's going to take every resource. It's going to take every believer um, because there's been a tone set for this time period of social media and for this computer age, for this millennial walk. There's been a a push for a wow and um, a forcefulness of the body of Christ to assimilate and, and really into um, the culture to assimilate to uh, making sure that we are fleshly and the uh, dynamic of strength um, has been changed um, it has been shifted the arena of Christ the perversion of the word has shifted it and um, has changed it from the element of Christ being a standard to Christ being average and uh-huh. um, 
And really now we are pushing for Christ to be less than average. Mm -hmm. Um, They're pushed um, hard enough. He's not the savior. He's just a man with um, a Corolla color, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. whichever color you pick. Um, He's not your deliverer anymore. He's, He's just a being. Mm-hmm. Um, he's just a being of individualism and um, for us to change the narrative concerning Christ and dealing with Christ we really have to come back to a place of the body of Christ the people of God centralizing our focus to the pure integrity of the doctrine um, being sure that the integrity of the doctrine come to the, the forefront and become the leaders of certain areas of of what that narrative is, because we can set our own narrative. That we have that power. Everybody has that power. Um, every good group of marketing set the narrative themselves, mm-hmm. um, and they change the, the the possibility of the arena of focus. Um, instead of us setting that arena of focus, we assimilate it to the culture only because the um, Christ did not become for us the ever living host of salvation he became just the character of the book of whatever you choose to use him for um to be able to elevate your mind we have to get back to um really the uh, particulars of the integrity of the gospel and and commit ourselves to the excellence of that as long as we don't commit ourselves to the excellence of that we will always be um, pushed to the side by them who have a different narrative, a different agenda. And there are so many agendas out there. People really, Christ right now is not really a focus. He's just a meme. He's, he's there and, and he's just in existence and he's a character and we let him be a character. And um, I'm going to say something. I don't know. Ooh, I'm across the board a little bit. When Jesus becomes a cartoon, he's a character. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just it's what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, a whole generation, once we made him a character, once we made him veggie tales, once mm-hmm. we made him um, a cartoon, once mm-hmm. we just made him um, a basic movie. Um, so we don't see Jesus. We see Mel Gibson. We don't see Jesus. Um, we don't see them around Jesus. We see Charleston Heston. Mm-hmm. Um, we don't see Jesus. We see them that play the role whether it's in comedy or truth, we don't see God as God. Um, we see George Burns as the original one playing mm-hmm. God, or mm-hmm. or we see Morgan Freeman playing the role of God. We mm-hmm. see natural people, supposedly in movie form, but was in the arena of um, him not being taken serious. He's just placed in the element of existence. And when we realize that, um, we start realizing that the honor that he should have received was lost um, in the falsity of illustration. And so men have lost that desire to declare him. We would love to, but Mm -hmm. it's really hard to declare him when men are lovers of their own selves. Mm -hmm. And so um, we found things that put us in a position to lose that powering and towering figure called our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Um, And we forgot Lord and Savior, um, Jesus Christ. So the godly ram of him and his leadership over our lives, the one that told us, follow me, Mm -hmm. uh, was changed to I'll follow you. 
Mm-hmm. And, and so we switched the narrative of having people follow us. Yeah. Um, old church used to just call it sanctification. <laughs> Amen. The Bible is right and, and somebody's Somebody wrong. wrong. <laughs> <laughs> and so we shifted it to be only um, the character him who might be black. He might be white. He might be from Palestine. He might be from Egypt. He might be from lower Africa. He, he might be from here. He might be from there. Mm-hmm. He might have, or he, we have, we have synchronized our hearts to eliminate um, him as supreme, eliminate mm-hmm. him as the son of God. We've eliminated him in his authority um, just to um, be able to be palatable, palatable to all people. Mm-hmm. And, and as we know, you put enough water on anything, you do not have purity anymore. Amen. It's not in this form of existence, but also in the same water over anything can wash away all sin. So (laughs) the concept is still the same anyway, but the narrative of getting back to that narrative and getting back to making Christ the center Mm -hmm. um, of us is going to take a, a really is going to take a global collaborative. Really is. So, so even speaking to the Christ branded business, um, because I know you, we spoke about that as well in the last episode where you were on as guests, but even dealing with Christ-branded businesses, how do they ensure that they are make that Christ is first rather than just having the 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 signage Christ-branded business without making sure Christ is actually first and the focus? Because it would make it um, it would make it with no purpose if there was a Christ branded business with the signage, but Christ is not a part of the brand. That's a faith walk because many times, um, um, cry, um, we hear Christ, mm-hmm. um, we hear faith and mm-hmm. faith come by hearing mm-hmm. and that comes by the word of God. And it's impossible, um, sometime in the faith ram to turn faith into mandates. Mm. Um, cause mandates are law. Mm-hmm. Um, and to have faith in Christ um, has to be not under the law because mm-hmm. under him, we have been removed from under the law, mm-hmm. sin and shame, mm-hmm. uh, which means that once they Christ brand their business, we have to have faith mm-hmm. uh, that they are not under the mandate, but they are under the power of the Holy Ghost to be able to mandate their faith to say to my faith, I cannot mandate this to be powerful, but what I can do is walk in faith um, that I will be upheld in the commitment of excellence to it. Mm-hmm. And that it would be the center focus of, of of what we know they come through the door to feel, see, and hear. Mm-hmm. And and once we can put that in place, because in the spirit man of every individual, you know how it works. Once you mandate, you also get a pushback. It's just the nature of man. Yes. Um, the, the animalistic um, the, uh, nature of the mule of man, mm-hmm. where man hears mandate and he pushes back. Mm-hmm. Um, and what he does with God as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, when the qualifications of salvation goes upon a man mm-hmm. and he takes on Christ and he takes on the scriptures and he takes on the word of God and he takes on the Holy Ghost, it, it does not mandate him 
because he's free from the law, but um, it, it does something to prick him. Uh, the power of the Holy Ghost pricks him to stay within the content of the gospel of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, knowing my business, him or her, uh, my business is set to be able to be a beacon of hope, to be the light um, for people to come and to feel the love of Jesus Christ. And, and then that, that, that individual and the integrity of their gospel starts to take a inventory, mm. uh, sort of a leadership inventory of their integrity mm. and say, it's since I have this here and this might have drawn them through my doors, these are the things I must cover. I got to have love, joy, peace, mm. gentleness, patience, kindness, goodness, all of the fruit of the spirit. Um, to be able to um, be sure that um, outside of mandate, but in the pricking, um, to uphold the gospel of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ and be the life for individuals. Mm-hmm. Um, so we cannot mandate mm-hmm. um, when it comes to Christ branding, um, but we can at all times be able to encourage. And if they fall out of that and need the mandate, mm-hmm. the mandate is not on them. It becomes on us. We're mandated for reconciliation. Mm-hmm. Um, to bring them back to a place to remember um, who died for them and the mission that's in front of them. So it can work. We just have to be sure that the legalism area does not put them in fear, but in faith. Okay. Okay. That last part, putting people in fear and putting people in, I want to come from the angle of, right. Come. I want to come from the angle of how people and mainly pastors and ministry leaders put people in fear rather than faith. Can you talk about that scenario and situations such as that? Um, I was there um, at one time, you know, young pastor, you preach hard mm-hmm. and you, you know, they scared of hell when you finish preaching. It's, mm-hmm. it's not that they love God or want to go to hell. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and once they get over the fear of hell, you can't hold them. Um, so you have to preach the love of Jesus Christ, the willingness um, to love God, regardless of your status or your actions. And that love supersedes some things because that same love is extended mm-hmm. unto God as his word is extended unto us in integrity. So we have to fall into it. And when it comes to us, we have to realize that we can't count up with God. We can't hold God. We can't think evil of God. Mm -hmm. We have to be loving to God. We have to expose ourselves to God. We, (laughs) and in that, uh, we started to see that, um, once we realize that the people of God cannot at any portion of time, um, cause fear in their salvation. So you got the, even though fear is wisdom is the beginning of wisdom to fear the Lord. We got that. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you can get them to walk in the love of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, Christ, the love of God, you find something different because that changes the kindness of their heart toward their ambassadorship to one another. And once they can love one another, um, not out of the fear of God, but God's been so good and and he loved me first and, mm-hmm. and I abide in him as he abide in me and my kindness shall dwell in him and I will walk in the lifestyle and the free will lifestyle, the free moral lifestyle of, of God and the understanding in that the integrity he's distributed unto me, I distribute it unto all men. Mm-hmm. That changes from fear to I love Jesus. Oh, how I love Jesus because he first loved me. Then it becomes a self-control element. 
And when you get, when you get that in your spirit, it becomes a self-control element to love God and fear him for who he is and, and the awe of his glory, but the love of knowing that he has been exceedingly patient with us and long suffering at all times and has given us the ability to sound into the wind, his voice, and he responds and, and, and he just, just the sound of his name causes us in the rendering of, of his words back to his throne that he has to activate. And when you realize he always comes through, it shifts from, I fear you to, I love you. Amen. It's the difference between us, a parent. I'm spanking you because of your wrongdoing and a parent who talks to you and hugs you. But even though God chastened who he loves, even though there's the rod and the staff, most folks don't realize that um, God does more loving than he does chastening. Um, because what the chastening now under grace is after you refuse to um, go with the warning of the Holy Ghost. Mm-hmm. Uh, when you refuse to go with the warning of the Holy Ghost, he's, he has to chase you mm-hmm. because you went past the warning sign. I don't went down somewhere, but let's, let's go, let's um, go, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> um, because in that, when you get to love God with all of your heart, your mind, your body, and your soul, you find you operate differently. Mm-hmm. Um, a child that fears the parent quit fearing the parent when the parent ain't present, but a child that loves the parent will operate out of the presence of mm-hmm. and will operate in that same love, same concept with our father, which art in heaven, because when he adopted us, um, he became that loving father. He became that protector, that creator, that love, amen, and, and that supplier of all things, that healer, that deliverer, that battle axe. He became all of these things, but the greatest thing he became um, at that time is the lover of our soul. And in that, we learn to love him. We learn to love him because of his compassion and love him because of his grace, love him because of his mercy, love him because of his multiple opportunities he supplies um, outside of the realm of sin. And he has to, he's of his word. We love him because he is of his word. Um, his son died that uh, and we were yet in sin. Amen. Which means he, he gave him multiple opportunities mm-hmm. um, to grace, unmerited favor and the mercy you fell upon when you ran out of your your capsule of grace mm, and, mm. and to see that that makes that makes you love him mm-hmm. that makes you love him when you can't see him love him when you when you feel he's not around and that's when you cry out to him out of your love you, you dispense your heart to him and you cast your heart to him because of love and you just cry out to god and you find something at that point your love for him god then he does all the work for you. Mm-hmm. Um, as a father, he does all the work for you. He helps you avoid situations, stay out of things, put the integrity of life in you, but also keep you well, healthy, strong. And, and he takes care of the elements of the seen and unseen. And no matter how your sin commission or commission, it doesn't matter. Omission or commission, it really doesn't matter. People don't realize neither one of them. I, I understand logical terms and, uh-huh. and the promise of how sin is captured. But at the end of the day, Christ died for sin and why you were yet in it. Yeah. He died for it. When you confess it, don't even matter. Yeah. Uh, he died for it anyhow. 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 <laughs> he died for it anyhow. <laughs> Amen. And we can just get people to that area. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying he died for you. 
Um, so don't fear him, but fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. Don't try him. Don't tempt him. And, and, and please, um, please don't use his name in vain. Mm-hmm. And um, be careful. If he ain't done it, don't accuse him of doing it. Oh. Walk in faith until he do it. Amen. And then everything else will take care of itself. So um, that's the difference. You just learn to love him, but you fear him in your love. Okay. This, this right here. And amen. <laughs> I feel like I just went to church. So going, going, going Continuation back. Continuation from last night. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. Oh, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. So going back to, to walking in faith, because we walk by faith and not by sight. Can you expound on that further? Because people may not understand what that looks like, what that means to walk in faith, walk by faith and all of that. So can you just go down that road, sir? If you can't right now, <laughs> um, you know, you know, I, I think the thing that we miss um, sometimes is we walk. Um, you know, um, I learned I've changed over thirteen years of pastoring and preaching in some basic form. I'm not um, I'm such a great one and expository of the gospel, but I do what I can, and my commitment to it. Um, when I like to look at scripture and I like to break scripture up because I hear every, every fragment differently. So you hear people say we walk by faith for some reason for me, I don't get to the by faith without breaking down. We walk. Uh huh. Yes, sir. Yes. And sir. the we, uh-huh. uh, before we get to the walk, the we, and, and start to look at, um, um, what is that? What is he talking about when he said we? Was he talking about the components of, um, us, all of us? Um, because if the word is the inspiration of God, um, and if it is the anointing of him, if it's the written word of him, we have to see it in him. Um, Amen. usually when we see us in the writer and the man, we come from the perspective, uh, of, of where we are and the role we play in society. Mm-hmm. And we never see it as we walk and we, we never, you know, we didn't, we didn't realize that we were so off left. Kanye tried to take it and be spiritual. Yes. Uh huh. Um, so he took, we walk. He did. And, um, and he was saying that being God, I'm not saying I'm with Kanye. That is not what I'm saying to, mm-hmm. to them. They like to do that thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but, it's something about when they say we walk by faith mm-hmm. and not by sight. Mm-hmm. When you break that up just for a small of a second, you find something important. We walk. Um, now you make the declaration of is that um, we, my family, we, the saints, um, we, my brothers and sisters, me, the congregants, me, my leadership, is that we, my coworkers, is that we um, in promise, is that we host of angels, mm, or is mm-hmm. that we the heavenly father? Mm-hmm. We walk mm-hmm. by faith <laughs> and not by sight. Uh, and when you start looking at who am I walking with mm-hmm. by faith? Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's amazing. You look at that and start going, well, and you know, faith is a substance, that, that favorite thing, a yes. substance of things, hope for the evidence of things not seen. Mm-hmm. Craziest verse. Because he said, faith is the substance of things hoped for pure in existence and not the necessity of you. 
it's already in existence. So it would go to individuals, whether you use it or not. Or somebody not. can somebody can eat from the platter of faith in your non-existence of faith. Mm-hmm. So we walk either in faith or by faith. Mm-hmm. Um, so we can walk in that faith and we can walk by faith because it's in existence no matter what. So we're walking in the pre-existence of our blessing, the pre-existence of the promises, the pre-existence. No, it didn't exist on our calling. It didn't Uh exist on our mouths opening up. It did not come into existence. No, our mouth caused exposure, Mm -hmm. not existence. Come on now. Our mouths caused exposure and not existence. And when we understand you all right, your camera went crazy. And <laughs> when you realize that we walk by exposure and not existence, we start to see something phenomenal. When you look into the word of God and you realize we walk by exposure, mm-hmm. we walk by exposure. Mm-hmm. We walk by exposure. Oh, it changes the thought pattern that everywhere I walk, my faith, it was nothing but the exposure, mm-hmm. a- amen, mm-hmm. because it was not by sight, Mm-mm. because my eyes couldn't exceed it until my faith exposed it. What you say I, now? My, my eyes could not exceed it until my faith exposed it, which means it was already in pre-existence. Mm-hmm. It was available. It was already there. It was it was already available. It was already um, created. Because he said tomorrow takes care of itself. Mm-hmm. So it was the angels, the host of angels, the mighty host of angels yeah. had already been and pure essence of, of God's timing and creation to have it in existence. Our faith became exposure. So when your faith became exposure, all you did was you and God and the angels, we walk by exposure. Mm-hmm. Amen. Mm-hmm. He walks with you to mm-hmm. exposure. <laughs> and and what we forget is that he came down in Genesis to walk with Adam. <laughs> so we walk mm-hmm. into the exposure mm-hmm. and he walked with Adam to talk with Adam. He mm-hmm. came down to visit Adam. He came down. Why did he come down? The visits are exposure. So um, he took to, to the mountain and Moses goes up, leave his homies down. Did I say homies? He did. Leave his homies down at the halfway, we could say. Uh-huh. Amen. And he goes up to meet God. Mm -hmm. And the only way he was able to get there was by faith. Mm -hmm. So we walk by faith. To what? He got there for exposure. Mm -hmm. Amen. To the preexistence of the law that God already had. But Moses couldn't see it until it was exposed. It wasn't just written. It was exposed. Oh, mercy. Uh, Because the exposure that he gave unto Moses was the same exposure of the law that kicked the devil out of heaven. Because he said, no other God, get up out of here. Mm -hmm. Don't put another creature, get up out of here. Well, I'm not, that's not what I'm (laughs) preaching today. Amen. And so when we start, if we can ever get into a place of joy that we realize that your faith is exposure, mm-hmm. amen, not mm-hmm. revelation, it's mm. exposure, amen. And when you realize that it is exposure, because revelation is the moment of exposure and the moment of that prophecy and the ending of whatever is created into the time of the exposition of it to make sure that it, it, that it is distributed unto all men in spirit and then you get into exposure, exposure. okay, manifestation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
Now watch carefully. Here we are. We walk by faith. In the travel, we walk. The men of God without faith couldn't see Jesus. They could not even see who he was. They could not see exactly until exposure. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's what's supposed to happen that we're missing. Uh, that's what the body of Christ is missing. See, our faith is not really in God. So, the, so the, the people of God that should come to God can't because there's no exposure. Um, there that we're walking without exposure, mm-hmm. which means we're walking without faith. Yes. Because the enemy, um, Paul and Silas, all they did was shake up the jail and praise. Yes. And the guard saw the exposure. It, it, it was exposed. Um, at, uh, uh, at the gate called Beautiful, it was exposed. Yes. Uh, it was exposed. Yes. Watch all of these occasions. It was faith occasions. Mm-hmm. That's when they say, uh, silver and gold, have I none? But what I'm going to pop off to you is faith. Yes. I'm, I just got this Holy Ghost and I'm going to give you some of it. Mm-hmm. And we're about to have an exposure. Mm-hmm. And we have an exposure to you, what you haven't seen because it's already pre-existed. Mm-hmm. And this 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 is the same. Mm. And, and when you realize that this becomes the truth that showeth forth righteousness, according to Proverbs, yes. you start realizing this truth that shows righteousness starts to expose yes. that what we walk by faith and not by sight. My eyes could kill me because my eyes will look at the present tense and can't see the pre-existing promises of God, which mean without faith, mm-hmm. it's impossible to please God. Can I go a step farther? That means without faith, I cannot see the exposure of Satan. Mm-mm. Uh, Miss Satan every time without God. What you say now? Without God, Satan, you can't see what Satan's doing Mm -mm. because you missed the exposure because it takes faith to please God. Mm -hmm. And by faith, we saved. Mm -hmm. We're Mm -hmm. justified by that faith. So so you're not walking in the power of the Holy Ghost unless you got faith that he is and that he's a rewarder of them that want the exposure. You got to want to see the measures of God. You got to want to see the problem. We done went down somewhere. (laughs) Amen. Amen. Go ahead, Joy. So, is there? Can we come back and do this again? <laughs> yes, yes, we can. Because this is a this is a heavy it's a heavy topic, and it's, it it's heavy. It is because it is just with you breaking down. We walk and talking about who is the we, because then that goes into okay. Well, you know, two or three walking together. How can they? Agree, how can they walk together except they be agreed and then where two or three are gathered in the name of jesus there he is also so who is the we who, who is the two or three who was who, who are we shatrach meshach and abendigo abendigo bendigo um they went to the fiery furnace in faith yes and got in there with we there's somebody else in here with us uh-huh, uh-huh. see the three of them was us mm-hmm. the other person made it we I call you bliss. We're done. <laughs> oh my goodness. Uh, overseer, I thank you uh, again. I'll be the glory. Because you have just wrecked this episode, but I thank God for it. Because this is good. This is really good. I look forward to the next episode where we can come back and, and continue this or go in whatever direction God would have us go in. Cause this God be the glory. You're hitting some, some hard stuff here. But this is wonderful. All right, everyone, that does it for this episode. We, we, we're leaving you with wonderful cliffhanger or something you can go back on. <laughs> <laughs> Meditate on this word. Meditate on it. Replay it. Share it. 
check your faith, do an, do an integrity inventory, because I caught that one in there too, do an integrity inventory, that's important, that's what we all need to do, so I, I thank you, Overseer Pulliam, and we'll make sure that the information for the ministry is posted in the description box, but until next time, everyone, please, by all means, share this episode with everybody that you know, and do um, a faith check, check where you are in your faith with God, if you are not... Yes. I mean, that's that's very, very important. And take heed to what he has said in this episode because it, it, it will change your life. All right, and I love you all. And until next time, bye. <laughs>